Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Thank you, Jesus. I want to thank the U.S., America, for sending missionaries to all over the world. I am a product of American missionaries. I grew up in a non-Christian home. Actually, I was practicing Buddhism and animism. Animism means worshiping evil spirit and practicing all the witchcrafts. But Southern Baptist American missionary from Kentucky went to Thailand. They lived there for, I believe, at least 30, 40 years. And they witnessed to me, told me about Jesus Christ. And I got saved eventually. And I thank God for American churches that sent out missionary to the world. And we will continue to send out missionaries. Amen? Amen. Let's give hand to the U.S. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In a few days, we celebrate the Independence Day. And as Christians, we are independent of the darkness. We are free from darkness. We can be free to serve the Lord and to do what is right. And we are dependent on God. We are independent of the devil, our darkness, and now we depend on the Lord. And thank God that God is a good God. When we depend on Him, we receive His goodness, mercy, and His love every single day. Amen? Amen. Today, I would like to continue to talk about the file of God. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. I never told the worship leader that I will talk about the fire, but he was bringing the song about the file of God. In fact, I was growing up in the very devout Buddhist family. My dad and I went out in front of our house and give food to the monks in the morning on a regular basis. And then we began to seek power because as human beings, we know that we cannot handle life with our own strength. So most Buddhist people will go out to seek power. We went to temples. We went to seek supernatural power to be able to live a good life and victorious life. At that time, there were gangsters. And I was chasing after Pasada, who is the most beautiful woman in that street. So all the gangsters did not like me because the most beautiful lady, young lady, started to date with me. So they want to get rid of me. They asked me to fight with them with Thai boxing. But I was so small, small muscle, they're all Thai boxer. I need to do something to protect myself. I went to a place where they put the spells on my back. They draw the picture of different kinds of animals on my back and put power on my body so that the bullet cannot pass my skin. When they put the knife on my back, my skin was not cut. 
and this is a real story. When I saw those power, they tried the power by asking me to kneel down, bow down, and pull the knife out and hit my back with the sharp knife that they just cut a few pieces of sugar cane, and my skin was not broken. They pulled out a big piece of wood, hit my head, and the wood broken, and my head has no even a little bit of scratch. It's the power of darkness, so that we can live a supernatural life. I thank God. In around 1980, 81, somebody witnessed to me about Jesus Christ, and I opened my heart to receive Jesus. I started to go to church, but it was so different because before I became a Christian, I saw all the power. All the manifestation of the supernatural power in the spiritual realm. If you talk to Thai people, Thai people know very well that there are spirits, and there is also the spiritual realm out there that can perform miracles and powers. But I went to church, and there was no power. We just talk about Jesus. We just talk about living a good life. People get sick. People get tortured by demons, but nothing could be done in the local church. And I began to get frustrated because before I became a Christian, why I could play with power, but now I walk into the church, we just talk about the Word of God, and I was not victorious anymore. Until one day, a Christian pediatrician came to my house. And say to me, "Have you ever read the book of Acts, that God pour out His Spirit upon people?" So I began to open the book of Acts and read the whole book of Acts, and notice that the early Christians walk by the power of God. They perform miracles. They cast out demons. The sick was healed, and I began to think. What's going on here? Why the Book of Acts did not happen in this generation anymore? We are worshiping the same God. We are claiming the na- same name, Jesus Christ, but nothing happened in the church. I began to seek to find out what is wrong here in the local church, in the denominational church, and thank God, I was seeking. And asking God for the real Christianity, the full gospel, the whole Bible. Around 1983, I was brand new believer. We went to a meeting in the east part of Thailand. A family doctor, Christian family doctor from England, came to preach the message. This is all nurses and doctors, Christian doctors and nurses. And I was already a neurosurgeon at that time. He make an altar call. I and my wife walk out, and he lay hand on us. Suddenly, I felt the power of God came upon me, like a big waterfall from my head down into my heart. And when the power hit me, I opened my mouth and spoke in tongues. And the world was totally changed that day. Now I began to see that God is powerful. And he can perform miracle, but still, 
even though I receive the power or the baptism with the Holy Spirit, spoken tongues, but still struggle with my own sin and struggle with many many things in my life that I could not overcome. Until one day God spoke to me, you need to go to a meeting, and in that meeting you will never be the same. I know about salvation. I know about Jesus. I know about the Bible. I study the Bible a lot. Actually, I was so hungry. Come from Buddhism, and I want to learn about Christianity. So I went to Bible study. Never miss even one Bible study. Three times a week, every week, I would go to Bible study to learn more about God. I understand about the baptism with the Holy Spirit, but my life still struggle with many things. I cry now to God. God, there must be some missing in my life here, in the Christian life. And that day, God told me, "Go to a meeting." I went. The pastors or the preacher talk about the fire of God. In that meeting, there were all evangelists and pastor and minister. This is we call ministers conference. When he moved his hand, the fire of God hit me. I was under the chair. For almost half an hour, demons come out of me. All the bondages that I received from demonic power when I was not a Christian came out of me by the fire of God. I was so set free that day. When I got out from the floor, actually, while he was still preaching, I still have demon come out of me. I did not even listen to the sermon at all because I was under the power of God. I became free after that day. God sent me back to Thailand to spread the fire of God, and I began to see signs and wonders and miracles, according to the Book of Acts. I saw demons come out from people—people people who wanted to commit suicide. Demon come out, and they became set free. Now I know that there's one missing part in the body of Christ. There's one missing part in the local churches. Around the world, that people don't understand and don't talk about. That is the fire of God. As a neurosurgeon, when I want to perform surgery, I need to go through the procedure and the protocol until the surgery is done. Starting from checking EKG, the heart, checking blood, going to the operating room, clean up the head. Shave the head, go through every single protocol in order to get the best outcome for my patients. In the Christian life, the same way, we need to go through the protocols of God, go through the process that God put in the Bible. Matthew chapter three verses eleven to twelve. I indeed baptize you with water because of repentance. That is because of your changing your minds for the better, heartily amending your ways with abhorrence of your past sins. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy of fit to take off or carry. He will baptize you. He means Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with. Fire, his winnowing fan is in his hand. He will thoroughly 
clean out and clean his threshing floor and gather and store his wheat in his barn. But the chaff, the chaff means wrong things in our life, curses, strongholds, bondages of sin, demonic power, all the wrong thinking, everything that is not of heaven will be burned up with fire. This is not a hell fire. This is the fire of the Holy Spirit that cannot be put out. When I moved to the U.S., I'm amazed that Buddhist people, Hindu people, New Age people, all searching after the power of their God. But when we come to the Christian church, when we want to move in the power, many Christians get shocked, step out of the door and say, what is going on here? Why is demon come out? Why people get touched by God? And I want to encourage all of you, this is the protocol of God. If you want to have the fullness of what God has for you, you have to go through his protocol. As the non-believers, the Buddhists and the Hindu and all these people are not afraid of the power of their small G-O-D gods. Actually, it's demon or evil spirit. How come, as Christians, we are so afraid, we are so against the power of the Holy Spirit? I don't want to be a Christian if the devil has power and my God has no power. I am hopeless. If I know Satan has power, demons have power, but as a Christian, we're just like a chicken, running around like a chicken. And the devil can do anything to us and we have no power to fight with him. We have the power. And God wants to baptize us with the fire of God to clean us up of those evil power so that we can become what God wants us to be. We cannot become what God wants us to be by our own strength. We can become what God wants us to be by his cleansing power of his fire. I have taught a few times already that God sent the fire to get rid of tradition in the church, get rid of rituals. Many times we change Christianity into ritual and religion and traditions. And that is very sad. God sent the fire to burn. The Bible says burn the chaff of wrong idea, demonic power, and sickness and curses. God compare himself as a burning fire. He want to change us from glory to glory to glory. When I first came to the U.S., I learned that many nurses and doctors at Harborview Hospital did not want to become a Christian. Actually, many non-believers hate the church. And I wonder why, because I came from Buddhism and I moved to the U.S. and I thought everyone in America loved the church and loved Jesus. And I find out that a lot of people are against the church and against Christianity. And I learned later on, because some Christian doctors in the hospital act very wicked. They don't act holy at all. They talk bad. They don't try the light of God. And I'm not blaming them because they are not mature. And they've never been cleansed by the fire of God. So many Christians represent God in the wrong way. Because they don't live a holy life. 
They don't have the love and the compassion and the holiness in their life. So they misrepresent God and make a lot of people in this society misunderstand our Jesus. That's why God needs to send the fire into the church to burn all the junk out. And then we can become the light and the salt. And we can become the true representative of Jesus Christ in our home and society and our city and the nations. People need to see Jesus in us. But we all come into the church with baggages, with all kinds of problems that come with us. And we cannot get rid of those by our own power and strength. God needs to send his fire to burn those junk out. My wrong idea, my original Buddhist teaching, my sinful nature, all of these things need to be burned out by the fire of God. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Anytime you talk about the word the fire or the glory, it means in the Bible, the tangible, thick presence of God. The word glory or kabod in the Hebrew language means God shows up in a tangible way that you can feel, you can sense him. By the glory, by the showing up of the fire, of the presence of God, we are being transformed into the same image or from glory to glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. God is so perfect. We are not perfect at all. We have a lot of baggages in our life. That's why when people walk in, I never judge anybody because I also have a baggage. I have no right to judge anybody. That's why our church never attacks any kinds of lifestyle in this church because we know that they have problems, I have different problems. But we tend to point finger to certain people with certain lifestyle and we forget that I have a problem too. Maybe they have a lifestyle of something, but I have a lifestyle of lying and cheating. So we don't point finger. But we know one thing. If people come into the church with whatever lifestyle that is wrong in the eyes of God, as we love them, we show goodness of God to them, and they're touched by the file of God. They're going to be changed from glory to glory, which means little by little, we're going to become more and more perfect like Christ. Amen. The Lord called me to start the church in 1987. I'm a neurosurgeon, and I'm busy already. I have enough work to do, on call every day. I responded to the call of God, and I tell God, you know, this is not my profession. I'm not building the church for money. I'm not building the church because I have nothing else to do. I'm building the church because you call me. And I told God from the first day to today, I'm not going to play game in this church. I'm not here to entertain anybody. I'm not here to do show or entertainment. We are here seriously being a Christian. Because I have no reason to be here. I can be in the boat right now on Lake Washington as a neurosurgeon. But I'm here because I'm serious about seeing God's people change. I'm here because I'm serious about Christianity. I can do anything else as a neurosurgeon. But 
I want to have a real church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the real church cannot be real church without the fire. Because we want God's people to be changed from glory to glory to glory. Amen? Malachi chapter 3 verses 2 to 3. But who can endure the days of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? For he is like a refiner's fire. And like launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and a purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi, which means the servant of God. Levi represents the servant of God today, and we all call to be the priest and the servant of God. Every Christian should serve God. So he will purify all the Christians in the church and purge them as gold and silver that they may offer to the Lord an offering in righteousness. God prophesies in the book of Malachi before Jesus showed up in the world that he himself is a, is a refiner's fire. We think about God as a good father. We think about God as a provider, as the healer, as the guide, as the prince of peace. He is our wisdom. But one thing that the Bible talks about, the relationship between us and God, besides being our prince of peace and healer and savior, and he is our lover, he is our husband, he is our deliverer. He is also a purifier. He wants to purify us from sins and bondages and demonic power. Therefore, he called himself refiner's fire. As a church, we need to welcome God in every single aspect of his way and his attributes and character. And one of his character is fire. Burning. Purifying like burning the gold. How can you purify gold? You put the gold in the container and burn, 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 burn until the impurities come up to the surface and then the goldsmith will scoop out the impurity. Eventually that gold become purified. As Christians, we need to go through the protocol of God to let the fire of God burn and purify us from glory to glory to glory. I have been moving in the fire for more than 14 years now. And I have seen with my own life that people who are touched by the fire of God, their life change so much. They grow faster. They can overcome their bondages and sin in their life more than people who just sit in the church on Sunday and reject the fire of God. If you want to be changed, you know we have only one life to live. We have only one life to live. And if we're going to live this life on earth, we need to live a life that is glorifying God. I don't want to be a Christian that play game with God. I want to be the full believer, full disciple of Jesus Christ. I don't want to be just nominal Christian. I want to be full. Everything do the best for God. And if God said that one of the ways that he, went, he can make me become a full believer, really disciple of Jesus Christ, is to go through the fire, to burn all the junk out of me. I would say, yes, Lord, do it. Do it to me. I want to be your representative on earth here. I don't want to play game. 
I don't want to make people misunderstand my God. I have only one life to live on earth here. That's why we want the fire of God to come and move and touch people, to change them in every aspect of their life. They're being husband, they're being a wife, they're being a parent, they're being an employee, an employer, and a minister, and preacher, whatever. God wants to clean you up to become like Him. Amen? Amen? That's why we welcome the file of God in this house. And you can go deeper and deeper in the spirit of the living God. There is a story in the Bible that we can learn And actually, I like this story very much. I watched the movie called Ten Commandments. Before I became a Christian, I watched that movie just for fun, to see Moses and all this stuff. But now when I watch that movie, I really enjoy because I understand the spiritual implication of the whole story of Moses. That story talks about our whole Christian life from the beginning to the end. i just make a summary for you. The children of Israel were slaves in Egypt for 400 years. The Pharaoh is symbolic of Satan. His soldiers are symbolic of demons and evil spirits. The children of Israel who were slaves in Egypt, serving the Pharaoh or serving Satan, are people in the world who don't know God at all. They were slaves to Satan. They were in sin. They were in slavery. And one day, God chose a man who loved God and had faith, named Moses. Moses is symbolic of Jesus Christ, the Savior. He was anointed by God with the rod of God, performing signs and wonders, and set the captive free out of Egypt. When they came out, they came out with prosperity. And when they came out, they could enter the promised land. In fact, The promised land is not in heaven. The promised land is on earth right now. Because in the promised land, there were giants. There were not giants in heaven. So a lot of people misunderstand that promised land is in heaven. No, promised land is on earth here. Jesus said in the Bible, the devil or the enemy come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly on earth here. We can have a life of victory and abundance on earth. Now, here on earth. We don't have to wait to go to heaven. So the promised land represents the Garden of Eden. The land of blessing. The land of abundance. The land of victory. And they could enter the promised land only in maybe 10 days or 11 days in journey. In that journey, there's something happened that shows us that we need that part in our life to go into the promised land. And the Bible talks about the fire. Throughout the story of Moses and the children of Israel coming out from Egypt and try to enter the promised land. I'm going to read this story in this sermon and in the next few sermons to show you that the fire of God is a big part of the Christian life. It's not just a decoration, but it's a big part because The whole thing about salvation of the children of Israel and the entering into the promised land involve the presence of the fire of God. Exodus chapter 3 verse 2. And the angel of the Lord appears to him, mean Moses, in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. 
So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire. But the bush was not consumed. God shows up. The glory of God, the tangible presence of God show up at that mountain, at that bush, in the form of the fire. Moses, a man who could not speak well, like me. By nature, I'm not a good speaker. Every time Pastor Da say, go up and say, share something, I say, oh, I cannot speak well. I don't know what to say. I'm not a good speaker by nature. Moses, I understand how Moses felt. Moses met the fire of God. And that encounter, Moses encountered the fire of God. He have a face to face. He is like a big truck hit him. Boom. A big encounter with the presence of God on that mountain. With that encounter, one touch, one encounter with the Lord, his life totally changed and turned around to become a savior of a nation. My brothers and sisters, do you know that many great preachers and ministers around the world, like Derek Prince, Joyce Meyer, Hassan Taylor, all these great men and women that have been used greatly by God, if you understand their personal history, they may not preach about the fire like me, but they all, at one time in their life, or many times in their life, they encounter the fire of God. With that encounter, they became a savior of that generation. The fire of God was sent into the world that we can encounter him and we become a savior. Maybe a savior of our own family. A savior. When I say savior, I don't say the savior. A savior. Jesus is still the savior. He is the main savior. But we are used like Moses to save the, our city, save people around us. My brothers and sisters, God wants to use all of us as a savior. Some of you speak Mandarin. I could not speak Mandarin. You can be a savior to the Mandarin-speaking people. Some of you speak Spanish. You can be a savior of the Spanish-speaking people. Some of you speak Japanese. You can be a savior of the Japanese-speaking people. God put us in the different parts of society. God used us in the different section of the world to save people in that area. I got a message from the Facebook of a man who got saved. And he told in the story that his son came to our meeting in Bangkok. He was saved. He got touched by the fire. This is a young man, 18 years old. He went back home. His dad got saved. His sister got saved. One by one, because he went back home like Moses, he encountered the fire of God. And that encounter changed his life totally. And now he witnessed and he told people about Jesus. He saved souls and he started with his own dad. His dad said, now his dad started to witness to people in the company now and more people get saved now. We can save, see people save much more easier when we are moving in the file of God and we encounter the presence of God ourselves. Amen? So that is the benefit. I don't know about you. I know one thing, I have only one life to live. I want to bring many, many people to Jesus Christ before I die. I want to bring many people. I want to see my kids saved. 
I want to see my uncle and auntie saved. I need to encounter God myself and bring people to Jesus Christ. I want to be a Moses of this generation. You should have the same desire. You should have a desire to be Moses of this generation for people around you, in your company, in your classroom. You cannot touch everybody in the world. We have limited time and energy. We can touch only a group of people in life. Amen. So, encounter God, meet the fire of God, and let God use you to check the cities and the nations, and the homes and the neighborhood. Use you by the fire of God. I never forget when God touched me that day. When I encountered the fire of God on the first day, my life totally turned around. The ministry turned around. The way I walk with God turned around because I was like Moses at that time. I encountered the burning bush. I met God myself. I know God is so real, and now I can witness with confidence that God is so real. The baptism with fire, the fire of God is real, and He wants to baptize you with His fire on a regular basis. He wants you to encounter him personally. Maybe this is not for everyone in this room. Some of you may not be ready. Some of you may say, "Let me think about it." I totally understand. I met the fire of God in 1996, 1997, around that period of time. First time, I got saved in 1981. So it took me 15 years before I. Learn about the fire and encounter the fire. But some of you are new believers. You don't have to wait that long like me for 15 years. You can encounter the fire as soon as you can. Actually, the man is not here today. I was so blessed on Friday night. My daughter has a friend who really against church and against religion. He came from Chinese background, and one day he showed up in our church at the Christmas service. He began to keep coming back, and last night he walked out. This man never studied the Bible; he did not grow up in the church. He was against the church. He walked out as a new believer on Friday night. I lay hand on him. He's about this big, big muscle, young man, just graduated from University of Washington. I lay hand on him. The fire of God hit him. He fell to the ground. He spoke in tongues and laughed in the Holy Ghost. I was so blessed to see that this young man encountered God right after he got saved. He did not have to wait for 15 years like me. Actually, I learned one thing. Let me conclude one thing here. Actually, I learned one thing. It's easier for new believers to encounter the fire than the old believers. A lot of new believers in Thailand just like this. Poop. They got saved. They walk out. Boom, 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 boom. Everyone got touched by the fire because they did not have all the. Religious teaching from their church, from other churches that oh this is weird, this is not right, blah blah blah, and they just sit there and mm, my theology did not say that, and then the doubt come in and they reject the fire. But these new believers they have no background. They come out, hey, this is a good protocol from God. I get into it right now. Bam 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 bam. New believers much easier. That's why I love to go to the mission trip. Because I don't have to talk much, try to convince people. Hey, the fire, please! No, I don't have to convince. They just come out and receive. 
quickly, boom, 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 boom. Amen. But thank God I'm in the U.S. I'm going to keep preaching about this to help all believers who have no idea about the fire to encounter God themselves, and their life will never be the same. Amen. Amen. Come with hunger. Come with yielded spirit. Want to change? Some of you may say, "I don't need it." That's okay. I don't force you. God never force you. But some of you say, "I'm desperate." I'm tired of living a phony life. I claim myself to be a Christian. I go home. I yell at my wife. I'm so phony. I'm not real. I still have a lot of problem in my life. I don't want to be like this anymore. God, come and touch me and change me. Deal with me right now. I want to become like Christ. If you are that kind of people, God is ready to help you. I don't want to be a phony Christian. I want to be real. Amen. So, please understand, this is biblical. It's in the Bible, and we may take some time for you to understand. Go to the CD table, get the teaching about the fire of God, listen and listen until you get it. Believe me, it's good. Believe me, it's wonderful. If you give me five million dollar right now to quit the fire, I will say I'm sorry. It's too good. To give it up, it's too good. The fire of God is so real to me, and it changed me so much, and it still keep changing me every week. I'm changed, and I see that the Bible can become so real. He said that we will attain to the whole measure. Of the fullness of Christ. When I read that scripture many years ago, I feel like this is a joke. It's impossible that I can become like Christ. But now I know it can happen to the church today that we can all attain to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We can be like Christ, but not by our own strength, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This should be a normal thing in the church. Like the Buddhist people, it's normal for them to seek the power of their gods. Christians should welcome the power of God. Should not be scared of the power of God. Should not reject the touch of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us the issue of the file of God. And Lord, we believe that in the end time, many people gonna be. Like the wise virgins that have the oil of the Holy Spirit ready to meet the groom, oh Lord, we want to be those five wise virgins. We want to fill the house of God with the oil of the Holy Spirit, with the fire of God, so that our life can be purified, cleansed, purged. To become the beautiful bride of the Lord Jesus Christ, clothed with white linen, which is the act of righteousness of the saints, we want to be the holy church, the overcoming church, Lord. Therefore, we need a fire like Moses, like the children of Israel in the wilderness, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. If you are not a believer or a Christian yet. I'd like to invite you to join the family of God. I'm not talking about this church. 
I'm talking about the universal family of God. That you become a believer, believing in Jesus, following Jesus. If you want to do that, I like to lead you in prayer. God is real. Let me tell you one story before I ask you to invite Jesus Christ into your life. A young little girl went to her mother and asked her mother how the human race come about. The mother said, "Oh, many thousand years ago, God created Adam and Eve." And they have babies, and then grandchildren, and now we are here. A few days later, this young little girl went to her dad and asked the dad how the human race come about. The dad say, "Many years ago, there were apes and monkeys, and these apes and monkey gradually turned into human being, and here we are." The little girl was confused, went back to her mom and asked her mom. Mom, I'm confused here. Two story. You say God created us. My dad said that we came from monkey, and the mom laughed and answered, "Oh, I tell you about my family side, <laughs> and your dad tell you the story of his family side. <laughs> Which side you gonna choose? Are you gonna choose to be?" A child of God or a child of monkey? I would tell my kids, "I'm a child of God. I did not come from monkey." If you want to do that, bow your heads, close your eyes, and accept Jesus, the God, the Creator, into your heart right now. Follow my prayer, Father in heaven. You created me. I did not come from monkey. You are my Father. The Creator of the universe, I invite you, Lord, and your Son Jesus Christ, to come into my life. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is my Savior and my Lord. He died on the cross to pay for my sins, and He was raised. From the dead, on the third day, Lord Jesus, be my God. Come into my life, make my body as your home. I will follow you from now on. Read the Bible, go to church, grow spiritually, Lord. From today on. My name is recorded in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. Amen. Hallelujah! Just give the mighty hand of praises to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I know some of you may have some business to go. I'm not forcing you to come and be prayed for. But some of you, if you know that you have things in your life that you want the fire of God to help you and burn you and cleanse you, and Pastor Da will pray for you. If you want to be prayed for, I will pray for you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Be hungry. God, touch me. I want to encounter you, like Moses. Fill me. Change me. I surrender to you right now. 
I don't want to be the same, Lord. I need your fire. I need to be purified. I need to be cleansed and purged. The old is gone, and the new has come. Oh, hallelujah! Choram pasi gatariyalapa kaski. Choram pasi gatariyalapa kushilapa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Horakasi lakutariyalapa. Shikoriyala papa kaski taraba. Shoriyala tariki silababa. Fire! Phil! 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 Fire! Phil! Never be the same. Never be the same. Encounter the Lord. Encounter the Lord. <laughs> Whatever the Lord wants to do in you, just go ahead and do it. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Savior. Go out and save people. Deliver people. With the fire, <laughs> go ahead and laugh. Go ahead. <laughs> fire. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> fire fire fill <laughs> thank you Jesus ask God to burn you burn you burn you yes Lord <laughs> more fire more fire <laughs> yes Lord From glory to glory to glory, from glory, your life will be changed. Your faith in God will be changed, increase. Your prayer will be more powerful. You will never, never be the same. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. 
stone for your touch, your energy. I want to be reborn into loving arms. Lend your grace, please, Lord. Hear my song. 